Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 165. I think that one of the trickiest aspects of ultra racing is estimating your pace and your finishing time on race day. Uh, This is something that I struggled with. I I still think it's tricky. And so it was no surprise to me that this was the top question that gets asked in my one-on-one coaching, in my groups, in the in my private Facebook group. And so I thought today that I would share with you um, my strategy for figuring this out, okay? And I think it's especially important for you to think about this if you are nervous about the cutoffs, if you're worried about DNFing, if you've got a race that has strict time cutoffs, whether that's at a particular aid station or just the overall race has a tough time cutoff. Um, And so putting some time into doing this spreadsheet that I'm going to walk you through will help to alleviate some of that stress. And it's actually going to give you the bigger picture for how your race is going to come together. Okay. So I do this by creating a spreadsheet. I give it a super fancy name called the race estimator. (laughs) I know it's very unique and I'm going to sort of walk you through how to make this. It's going to be a little challenging because this is audio and what I'm going to talk to you about is a spreadsheet, but I'm going to post a picture of it so you can see over on social media and I'll walk you through like how to put it together. Okay. So in order to create this thing, you're going to need a couple pieces of information about your race. Okay. So, um, if you're driving or if you're running, just listen to this and then come back and listen to it again. When you can sit down in front of your computer and actually make this thing in real time with me. Okay. You're going to need to know your overall distance. So you can do this for any distance of race. And I especially think this is important when you start to get into the longer races, like above 50K, because there are just more logistics, there's more aid stations, there might be more cutoff times. It just really helps to have the big picture. So what's your overall distance? What time of the day will you start? The number of aid stations where they are on the course, like what mile marker they're at, you're going to need to know from the start. So say there are three aid stations on your course, and they're going to be at mile 11, mile 22, and 29. I just made that up on the fly, but you get the point, right? You need to know where they are on the course, what mile markers they're going to be at, and the cutoff times. So whether that's at a specific aid station or the overall race cutoff, okay? So once you have that information, you can pull up a blank spreadsheet, whether this, I made it in a Google Doc, or sorry, a Google spreadsheet, but you can use it Excel or whatever you like, but you're going to need a place where you can write some formulas in order to make this happen, okay? And what I do is in the upper left-hand corner in column A, I put the start time in the date and time format, okay? So like the spreadsheet that I have in front of me says 8-5-2023 at 6.30 a.m., okay? And this formatting is going to be really important because when you create the spreadsheet, You're going to need it to do the math for you in terms of time because you don't want to be doing that in your head, okay? So get kind of strict with the formatting here because I promise you it will save you time in the long run. 
So still in column A, a few rows underneath that, I put the start, and then I list underneath that the names of the aid stations. Okay, so I have a sample one up here. I can't remember who I made this for. I feel like maybe it was Ellen, maybe, in the most recent Run Your First 50K group, but this is the template, but I left the aid station names in there. So we've got Panorama Drive, Indian Town Road, uh, Common Road, Turnaround, Common Road, Indian Town Road. There's a fluid-only aid station that gets dropped in there, Panorama Drive, and Owens Road, and then the finish. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different opportunities in this race, in this sample race, for aid stations. And then I write the finish under that. So I have start, all of the aid station names, and finish all on separate lines, okay? I recognize this is not a very conducive format to be like talking about this race estimator because you can't see me build it at the same time, but I want to walk you through this so you can start to build it on your own. Like I said, I'm going to post a picture of it. And this is actually a resource that's available um, in my upcoming new membership community. Okay. So let's just walk through this so that you can start to build your own. In the next column, in column B, I do distance from the start in miles, and then start 0.0. And then I list the points at which all of the aid stations are on the course. So 3.3, 7 7.9, 12, 15.5, 19, 23, 24, 27, so on and so forth, okay? In the next column, C, this is going to be your pace column. So just put pace and then you can just estimate whether it's kilometers per hour or miles per hour, how fast you think you're going to run from each aid station to aid station. It's totally fine if it's a complete guess right now, just put something in there. The next column is time in, and this is the time that you will cross over into the aid stations. Okay, this is going to also be a date and time format. Okay, so keep that for this whole column. The next column over is going to be hours. And this is going to be the time it takes you to go from the start to the first aid station based on your pace. So it's going to be the elapsed time for you to run from start to the first aid station. And then in the next line, it'll be from that first aid station to the next and so on and so forth. Okay, so you can sort of see how this builds. And again, having the visual in front of you will really be helpful for this episode, okay? So this is something that's going to get auto-populated based on the math. The next column, column F, is going to be time out, which means the time that you leave the aid station. And that's going to be determined by the next column, column G, which is the break or the amount of time by fraction of hour that you spend in the aid station. Okay, so just, just listen here as we talk about this and let your brain start to absorb how this all works itself out, okay? So these columns, C, D, 
E, F, and G are where the bulk of the math is going to live, where you'll be able to see time in, time out, and how you progress through the course. The next column, H, is going to be break in minutes. And this column is just for you to make a note. There's no math associated with this column, but this is just for you to see, okay, I'm going to take a five, a 15, a 20 minute break at these specific aid stations. The math comes from the previous column G, where we put in a number that is a fraction of an hour. From here, the next column over is I, and this is the cutoff plus or minus. Now, this is one of my favorite columns because if you've got strategic points that you need to hit at specific times, this is going to tell you how far ahead of or behind that cutoff you are based on your pace, your elapsed time, how much time you spend in the aid stations. And then the next column, column J, is the cutoff date and time. And this is where you are going to enter any hard or strict cutoffs that the race imposes on you and or the cutoffs that you impose on yourself, okay? So the column after that I like to put for drop bags, and this is where you can mark yes or no, like do you have access to a drop bag, do you not? Some races, especially the longer ones, this will come into play because you'll be able to see, okay, at this specific aid station, I'm going to spend more time here because I need to access my drop bag. So I'm not going to allot five minutes to go to the aid station and get through my drop bag, especially if it's a time where I feel like I need to change my shoes or I don't know, swap out food from my drop bag into my pack. Just start to be thinking about, okay, how much time will I spend in that aid station as I go, drop bag or not? Underneath this whole spreadsheet, you're going to auto-calculate the time, your runtime, like how much time you actually spend running from start to aid station to the next, to the next, to the next, and then your stopped time, how much time you spend inside the aid stations. Okay. So sort of think about the aid stations like NASCAR pit stops. (laughs) Okay. This is sort of the best analogy that I can give you for this. And you want to be thinking about strategic amount of time. When are you just going to cruise through? And when are you going to spend more time exchanging gear, picking up, dropping off, swapping shoes, doing all that fun stuff. Okay. And then that will give you your total elapsed time. And again, this will make more sense when you see the picture of this over on social media. All right. But this will help you to see in a a one page view, the trajectory of your race based on how fast, how slow, how much time you spend inside the aid stations. And you can tailor this to fit the course. So if at the beginning of your race, you go uphill, like straight out of the gate, there's a big climb, your pace for that first few miles, right? Until you get to the the first aid station or whatever it might be, might be 
slower than what you put in for the second half of the race where maybe there's a huge downhill. So you're not just picking one consistent pace that you're trying to maintain for the entirety of the race. You can tailor this thing to suit the needs of the race based on the terrain. All right. So like I said, I'm going to post a picture of this so that you can see it, but if you listen back to this, you can start to map this out and then do the math associated with how to figure out time in, time out, elapsed time, run time, stopped time, all of that jazz. Okay. So this has been a really helpful resource for me. It's been a helpful resource for my run your first 50 K people. And it really has answered the question am I going to make it or not? Or am I going to, you know, risk not making a cutoff? And it's one thing to sit here and just say, well, if I maintain a 10 minute mile pace for the entire race, then I'll make it. But that doesn't factor in all those things that we just talked about. Elevation change, needing to go into and out of aid stations, needing needing to use the bathroom, like all of the things that go into a race. And when you can map it out and start to actively allot time for these things, then you can see what pace, what tempo do I need to practice running at in my training to make sure that I hit this cutoff whether that's to a specific aid station or for the overall race. So I like to think about this as A, B, P, always be prepared. Okay. This is one of the ways that you can actively prepare yourself for your race. And I've known people to make little cards that they laminate and keep with them for specific segments of the race so that they know what they're supposed to be doing, how fast they're supposed to be running from point to point to point to point. Okay. You can get as detailed and as granular as you like, or it might just help you to wrap your head around it and see it as a one sheeter. Okay. I, I did this for Sue. I think this is actually, it might be Sue or Ellen's spreadsheet. I can't remember which, cause I've stripped it of all personality because I want to use it as a template, but I did this for Sue and she sent me a note back and she said, the race plan worksheet is the bomb in all capital letters. So you know, it's good when it gets the moniker, the bomb and in all caps. Okay. So if you want to get your hands on this thing, keep your eyes open for an email from me or an update on social media when my new membership community goes live, because this is one of the many resources that is going to be available inside there. So in other fun news, I'm planning to run the PEMI loop here in New Hampshire with a couple friends in June and they don't know it yet, but we're going to do a whole podcast episode. about that. And if you're not familiar with this trail, its full name is the Pemajawasset Loop, and it's up in the White Mountain region of New Hampshire. It's about 35, 36 miles all the way around through Lincoln and Franconia Notch. And it's a loop you have to do. It's sort of like a lollipop. You start at the bottom and you go up and then you go around the loop and then you go back down. It's about 11,000 feet of elevation change and 
it, the weather can be just wild, you guys. It can go from hot to cold to windy to snow to rain to hot again. So you really got to plan accordingly. And I'm really looking forward to that. So be prepared for some real-time account voice memos, just like we did for Ghost Train and Tahoe 200. And yeah, all of my all of my friends that are running this uh, this loop with me, this is the first time that they're hearing that we're going to do a podcast episode about it. So surprise, <laughs> some of them you have actually heard on the podcast before. So they are no stranger to my antics, but uh, if any of you guys have run that loop before, send me your suggestions. We are all ears. We're planning to camp before and after. So we're also taking camping suggestions. Uh, maybe we'll even bring the new trailer. So that'll be fun. Um, I shared with you guys recently over on social media that I've hired someone to help me build my new membership community, which I'm super excited about. It's going to launch mid to late June. And so my assistant, her name is Angela. She's amazing. We are working overtime over here to build this whole thing and put it together. It is super exciting and terrifying and scary. It's like my big scary goal that's not related to ultra running. So I'm spending a lot of time working on that. And I even enlisted some additional help from my friend Deanna, who is a graphic designer, and she's putting together some really cool colors and logos and icons and all sorts of amazingness. And I'm going to share some of that stuff over in my private Facebook group, the run your first 50 K Facebook group. So you'll get a sneak peek if you are in that group. And I think it's been a while since I've reminded you guys that I'm also over on Instagram. If you are curious about some of this stuff, you can follow me at find your ultra. And it wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't give a not so shameless plug for doing your daily shakedown. And that's one of the things that we're going to spend some time working on in this new membership community, helping you to create a daily shakedown habit and routine. There's going to be lots of videos and live coaching and assistance to get you started down this path because actually... Side note, I was interviewed by another trail running podcast that you guys should check out, Trail to 100, hosted by Jacob and Melody. And they're amazing runners and they have an amazing podcast, which you guys should totally check out. But we spent a good hour and a half geeking out on strength and mobility, specifically mobility, and the role that it plays with you and your ultra running. So if you're not currently doing some sort of daily movement practice, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to do it. You guys, this is a simple thing that you can add into your daily routine. It doesn't take a lot of time or effort or brain power. You can get my free video. I'll link it below. DM me, send me an email. If you can't find the link, I will personally send it to you and you can walk through this video with me. I'll show you everything that you need to do and you just follow along. You even get to see a cameo by one of my cats in the background. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the number of emails and DMs that I've gotten like, Hey, I saw your cat in the background. <laughs> He loves to make an appearance when I film outdoors. So for all you animal lovers, go check out Charlie in the daily shakedown video. But seriously, doing some sort of daily movement practice is going to go a long way towards helping you run more and hurt less. Okay, that's all for this episode. You guys enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Bye.